Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, dudes and dudettes? It's the PHNX Suns show here. I am your host, Greg Esposito, also known as Espo. Got Gerald Borgay, Saul Bookman here with me. We're brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Use the code PHNX when signing up. Did I avoid using the announcer voice that time when I did it? A little uh, bit. bit. You've got bit. me all self-conscious. <laughs> I'm all up in my feels because of one Saul Bookman. Yes, right now. that's always good. That's always how it should be. <laughs> it should be in your head all the time. And with that, unfortunately, you are. <laughs> uh, you know, something I've been accused of, gentlemen, is being a pleasure delayer, right? Uh, <laughs> that's a hell of a thing to say about no? yourself. Pause. Uh, <laughs> Pause. <laughs> I'm not going to do that on this show. I've already done it. Enough. The people want something, and I'm damn well going to give it to them. Okay. I'm Emma, worried. let's throw that image up. I'm very worried. Can I get some what OGs? What the hell are these things? Oh, All right. Oh, here. Yeah. Look, it's the turquoise jersey. They leaked. I, I, I think these are the swingman or whatever the hell they call them that Nike's selling, the replica version. Uh, we get a little bit more of a look at what these jerseys entail. Uh, they're turquoise mm-hmm. uh, in the number. It's a, it's a bunch of different colors within the number. Uh, reportedly, names of different tribes are stitched into the black portion of the jersey was something I, I had heard. But overall to me, mm-hmm. this is the laziest freaking jersey I have ever seen. It looks like somebody took the orange template from last year and went, you know what? Let's make that bad boy turquoise and turn the logo black. To me, I, I'm all for honoring the indigenous people here in the state. Mm-hmm. I feel like it could have used some actual effort to do it mm-hmm. rather than just going turquoise and going, ah, oh, we're good. I'm shut I, up, Gerald. I, if you say you like these, they're I, fire. I, I don't, I don't care I don't what anyone says. I, I really will not don't be hate bullied them. into submission yeah, by no, you or the chat no. or Twitter or do anybody not, else. Do the not turquoise care. jerseys are fire. I am this setting fire. We'll wear fire. that all day. <laughs> that that is burn it with fire. <laughs> no, it's I don't so hate cool. them. I don't oh hate them. Also, like the other thing that's part of this is like I need to see the shorts too. I That's need to true. see the shorts. That's true. Like, yeah, I need to see the whole thing together before I pass judgment on just the jersey. Now, the jersey, sure, could have been improved. It could have been a little bit better. But I definitely don't feel as vehemently opposed 
uh, to it as uh, obviously you do, Espo. And but you've been opposed to it ever since the rumor of a turquoise <laughs> right. jersey okay. came to fruition. Look. So to be fair, you were already biased against it before you even saw it. Okay, a they look like the goddamn Walmart version of the OKC turquoise jersey. That was probably at a Walmart. They were on the rack somewhere. Yeah, of course, that they look, make no. Them look bad. In general, that design <laughs> looks like the Walmart version of the OKC jersey. Those were a much better uh, turquoise Native American honoring uh, indigenous people honoring jersey. Bailey's got it right. She's like, I feel like these will look sick as fuck on the court. I agree. It depends. Are they getting a a secondary court? Because if it's on a court (laughs) that's purple and orange, they're going to look atrocious. Thank you very (laughs) much. Stop saying court like court. (laughs) Court. If it's not a court. court. If if it's on a court. I'll admit, I think if they had added some purple trim instead of the orange or red or whatever that is, I think that would have looked a little bit nicer. I think purple and turquoise would have gone together pretty well, but like, I don't mind them that much. I don't, I mean, they could have improved a couple things. I know a lot of people had a problem with like the numbering and, and that whole format, but I don't mind them. I like them. Like the turquoise, of course, they're, they're going to be unique. You're from New Mexico. Yeah. Turquoise is something rock, you're required. Baby. Dude, Jay, <laughs> like. I, for real. Like, listen, if they do rock out with a new, a new court mm-hmm. and that shit's black and it has some turquoise trim and then you have these turquoise, man, that shit will be fire <laughs> as fuck. Yep. Look, if, yeah, thank you. Our designer no. here, Sean, said no. they look like crap. He's... Yeah, exactly. Black blank logo. It's 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 lazy. You hate to hear it from you, people you love. You, know, you could have like... sold me on if you want all black jersey with turquoise. Well, Sean's, logo. Sean's been dead to me since yesterday, so I don't really care what he has to say. I think these are going to look good in person. I do. I think I the, do not unless the unless the shorts are the least lazy shorts we've ever seen in NBA mm. history and they all of a sudden make the whole damn thing. I, I feel like the default, though, is we always like, oh, this jersey sucks or oh, this jersey's OK. And then we see it with the shorts. We're like, OK, actually, we're going to bump it up a little yeah. bit. The shorts yeah. always bump it the up. Shorts always bump it up. <laughs> always bump That's it up. So bad. <laughs> the unless, shorts always unless bump you're it the up. gray sleeveless sun's jerseys <laughs> of old. I mean, those are the. They oh. were sleeved, thank you very much. Yeah, they were sleeveless. sleeveless. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say sleeveless? <laughs> you said sleeveless. Sleeved. Look, <laughs> if we have to see it in totality. Show me mm-hmm. the court if mm-hmm. there is one. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I, I get the sense there is. Uh, show me the shorts. Yeah. <laughs> God, it's so disappointing. Like, I... especially, remember the Aztec design that they kind no, of those leaked? Those were cool. Those, yes. were last kind of, year. those were kind of fire. That yeah. was awesome. That was something different. Mm-hmm. There was effort. There were Suns colors in it. Like, yeah. that felt like, okay, we want to honor something, and we're going to put effort into it. Yeah. This literally feels like I could have done that with paint and and the the, the Microsoft paint, not or mm. regular paint, and last year's orange jersey. Uh, Brian's right. Uh, he said Espo will defend the ugly ass gray sleeves, <laughs> but hate on turquoise. Okay. Lol. I this hate is the true. Sleeves. Also, Thomas Dennett. The the, also, Thomas Dennett earlier in the chat said you can set your clock to when Espo goes to crazy town, <laughs> and that's jersey, a great comment. Baby. When jerseys are really <laughs> I will either be very excited <laughs> or very always, angry always. when anything uniform wise. It's uh, so it's I, like I said. It's like one of the most unique things about you. Like, I know that there's other people out there mm-hmm. that are passionate about jerseys and stuff like that. Johnny Venerable will just absolutely obliterate your ears 
if you bring up the con- the, the topic of Cardinals jerseys and the lack thereof. Um, so at least the Suns are trying to throw things at the wall to see what sticks. Uh, but again, like you, you have such a passion for these jerseys where I'm like, eh, okay, or meh, nah. And that's it. Have you ever seen a jersey that you didn't have a strong opinion one way or the other on? Like one that was just like, eh? Non-Suns ones, yeah. Okay. When it comes to, okay, you know, non-Arizona sports ones, I'll okay. say. All right. Yeah, I, you know, but when it's my when it's my hometown <laughs> it's team, either love or yeah, hate. it's there. I gotta have a, a, a an opinion on it. I okay. Honestly, my dream job, I think, would be. Outside of having to do the laundry, being like an equipment manager, if I weren't <laughs> doing this, where I where I had a say in this, right. uh, you know, but I also was the one that uh, that hung them up in the in the lockers mm-hmm. and everything. Uh, you want to be the the approver, right? Your yeah, dream I job is an art, actually, just looking at artist renderings and saying yes or no. I actually yes. got to do <laughs> some of that when I worked at the Suns. That's pretty that cool. was fun. Uh, and, and you we, approved the gray jerseys? No, Fuck you, Espo. I did not. <laughs> I, I hated – let me make this very clear. I hated all sleeved uniforms. Yes. The sleeves made everything look freaking stupid. Mm-hmm. Like I stand by if you get a sleeveless version of that gray jersey, it looks less – uh, egregious. The sleeves make it look done. Uh, Musab in the chat says Espo equals Walmart Chris Creamer. If you're a uniform nerd, that is the best comment I've ever gotten. I will happily take Walmart Chris Creamer. Hello in the chat, the GM of the team. Uh, stop touching the clothes. <laughs> uh so, oh, and Brian wants to know why you and I are wearing the same shirt. Mm-hmm. We've got an ASU hockey event, home opener at Mullet Arena tonight, mm-hmm. and we're attending, and we're supporting our boy, Josh Doan. That's right, Josh Doan, uh, baby. PHNX athlete here, uh, Josh Doan. So we're supporting that. So that's why we're dressed like the Bobsy Twins here. Uh, let's talk a little I practice. Got the, I got the pants to match. I, you know so what? Now. I woke. I, I came out dressed this morning, and I didn't realize I had put on gray pants with this shirt. My six year old's like, "Nah, Dad, go put some <laughs> other color pants on." And I listened. So, uh, <laughs> Brian, I I hate gray sleeves on a basketball jersey on a t shirt. Nobody wants to see these guns. Nobody. Brian in the chat says, "My wife's Espo. like put on long sleeves." This is Espo quote. I hate the gray sleeves, but also wears a gray sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about some practice because I know I'm not going to get angry about that. Yeah, sure. Uh, you were out there, Gerald. What What's the latest on – let's just start here. Uh, mm-hmm. let, what's the latest on Dario Saric, who was out for personal reasons? I feel like I can put the tinfoil away now. Yeah, we can finally put that away. I feel he, like we have a sound effect to go along with this. Yes, us, Emma? Oh, yeah. Let's what kind so. of sound effect are you looking for, though? Uh, The baby. Well, Baby yeah, crying so. or happy baby? Let's go happy baby. Go happy baby. Mm, okay. Okay. Carry on. Yeah, so Dario is a father now. <laughs> the uh, sound effect talked to give it away. That is very personal. That is a personal yes, reason. Yes, that is a asked. personal reason. Dario is a dad. He is now Daddy Osarich. And uh, yeah. He's, oh, there it is. <laughs> Glad we got that in there. This is a um, live look in from the hospital. Yeah, so he's... Uh, he was gone, obviously, awaiting the birth of his child, and now he was back at practice today, so we can put the conspiracy theories to rest for the time I being. Just, I just, I don't get why the Suns wouldn't just say that. I mean, I get it's personal. And, if and he didn't stuff. want, if he didn't want people knowing, I, I understand that. Like, they could have said, "Hey, that you had a baby." It's not a big deal. Well, Some feel, people are very. I feel like I would be superstitious. Like if I if I had a wife and she was 
about to give birth, I would wait until after the birth goes successfully to say anything. Probably. So we're not going to find like, out that Gerald's a dad until Gerald is a dad. Yeah, just, yeah, just just like, so I like, can't come into work today. Like, why? Actually, well, no, for the I next mean, six weeks because we just had a baby. I mean, it actually <laughs> happened, and I didn't want to jinx it, so I'm telling you now. Bye. Click. <laughs> I mean, obviously, with their employer knew, but like sharing it with the world. Um, but yeah, he's back now, so we can put that to rest. Finally. Did did is it true that he named the child the homie? I don't. I can't. Sources <laughs> no. cannot confirm sources the homie Sarich. The oh. homie Sarich. No. Yeah. All right. Let's get to some basketball, though. Uh, you talked mm. with uh, with Monty and the crew out there, and we got some updates in terms of uh, the injured uh, players out there at the uh, 5G Performance Center or whatever the hell they call it. Yeah, so we, we heard from Monty, and uh, we'll roll that sound bite. Let's... They didn't do anything physically today. We, we got a lot of – we scrimmaged a ton today and had a lot of 4-on-4, 5-on-5 stuff. Uh, but we'll see over the weekend if they can progress to – They've done everything but that, so we'll see if they can get in that group of uh, competitive five-on-five, body-on-body here soon. That's what you're trying to do tomorrow, you guys. We'll see. Yeah, so Monty Coy, as always, they didn't do much today because it was a scrimmage-heavy day, but that is the last step for players to return, and they're probably going to be doing a ton of that over the weekend, so hopefully we'll be able to see them get back up there um, we did see Landry Shamit getting up shots. We saw Cam Johnson getting up shots with the right hand this time. Um, at preseason during warmups, he was, or during pregame routines, he was shooting with his left. So those are all positive steps in the right direction. Um, and they don't play again until Wednesday. So hopefully that'll give them enough time to get some five on five run in over the weekend. Was Adonis Arms there? Adonis Arms was there. He's still there. Mm-hmm. Still part of the team. Still there. Got absolutely no run in the preseason game, but still I'm, there. I'm telling you, I really do think they are waiting to bump up either Dwayne or Ish to a full-time contract. And with that other two-way slot, we might see Adonis Arms Dwayne. get signed there. It's going to be Dwayne. I would, that would be my guess, yes. I would I would hope so because you have no clue what you're getting with Caleb Johnson. Mm-hmm. You need a third, third point guard, mm-hmm. and Dwayne – Seem to right. make it very clear he could carry at least a few minutes. You need somebody that you. can put the ball in the hoop, more importantly, off that bench. And right now, your options are very limited. And you might need a second point guard, honestly, if Payne's not back for the season. Well, that's opener. true. So you might need a second. Oh, they'll all Surprise. find the they'll all find the John the Conqueror route and rub it on their wrists, and they'll be fine. <laughs> the, <laughs> Modern medicine there with the athletic <laughs> staff. You know exactly what's going on. If you ever watched He Got Game, you know. <laughs> Brian in the chat wants to know what happened with FA. He never re-signed with the club. He went back to Europe. So that's uh, yeah. why we have not spoken of one. Uh, if a if played better, he might have been here. Oh, boy. That hey. was not why he's not. <laughs> well, it kind of is. If a contract had been offered to him that fit uh, his, his needs. We're, we're a little if a on the details. Uh, but. <laughs> uh, anything else come out of practice today heading into that uh, season opener? Um, not anything pertinent in terms of newsworthy stuff, but we did. I did ask a little bit about Devin Booker, uh, both Monty and Chris Paul, for a story that I'm writing because at this point I think we've all – there's a lot of talk about Devin Booker as a top 10 player and being a more complete player, how he's added to his game. So I was kind of curious to get their thoughts on, okay, like Devin Booker is this star. We we all agree on that. But how do you kind of elevate 
from that point. Like he's addressed so many different weak areas of his game and gotten better at those. Is the next step just getting, you know, one to five percent better across the board? Is there anything that stands out as an area for improvement? Um, so they gave some interesting thoughts, and we'll definitely have a story up on that within the next couple of days before the season starts. That's what we call a tease in the business. <laughs> and if you want to be prepared to get access to that article, head over to gophnx.com, sign up to become a member, get great t-shirts like the one Saul and I are wearing, get great content like Gerald was talking about. We want you there. Uh, I can officially announce this. What? Can I? Do, do you want to? Do you want to? Sure. Why not? Friday? Because it entices people to maybe perhaps buy a membership. Okay. Because. Well, I don't know where we're going then. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, I was thinking something else. So, I go ahead. Yes. Oh, announce whatever you want. We I have guess. a first ever Suns takeover ca- happening next month. Let's go. That's yeah. what I thought you were going to announce. I don't. Oh, yeah. I don't you know, There's something else coming up that we'll announce next week. But, yeah. I don't even know what you're talking next about. Next Thursday. Anyway, we're doing a takeover. We don't have a graphic yet because we're still finalizing the details, but we will have a takeover beginning of the month next month, November 4th. Uh, It'll be fun. And uh, if you're a member, you get first dibs on tickets. And if you don't know what a takeover is, that is where we all go to a Suns game together Mm -hmm. and shout obnoxious stuff where we have some We'll have 50 tickets. 50 tickets. It'll include food and beverage before the game right across the street. At the Ainsworth, it's going to be lit as f. And then we nice. are going to go in to the Footprint Center be obnoxious and give holy fuck. hell to whoever the opponent is that night. Do we yep. know who the opponent is? Uh, I forgot. Look it up on oh, the no, schedule. It's, it's Portland. It's Portland. Portland. It's Portland. Well, yeah, we're going to show Dame what time it is in that yep. building. We're Dame time, baby. Let's go. So November fourth, uh, it's coming. I take over. We'll have more details. It will be seventy-five bucks a ticket, by the way. All right, okay. that's not a bad deal. Food, no. drink. And you get into an NBA game. Uh, let's go. We're all yeah. going to be there. We're going to have some fun. Uh, we will give you details as soon as possible. Uh, you know, Portland not supposed to be one of the top teams in the NBA. They should be better than they were conference. last year, though. Right. Uh, but according to at least one projection, the Suns won't be a top four team either. Oh. So five. Uh, 538 i almost called 548 don't know why <laughs> they they haven't earned those extra 10 uh, mm-hmm. this year but 538 did their uh usual in-season project or preseason projection where they forecast <laughs> based on 50,000 simulations of the season uh they call it their raptor forecast and this is where uh the results panned out for the western conference somehow they have the nuggets first the grizzlies second the mavericks third the warriors fourth and the Suns fifth in the Western Conference. Suns and Warriors both finishing with a 49 and 33 record, uh, two games ahead of the Clippers and Timberwolves in that sixth and seventh slot. Mm. Uh, take this with a grain of salt, first of all. Let me say that mm. because last year they projected the Warriors to guess what? Not even make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so also, screw the numbers. I mean, yeah. screw the numbers, but also <laughs> shout out to them putting the Lakers out of the plan. Awesome. Yeah. Yes. Love that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's accurate. I feel like that's still accurate. I, uh, for sure. Uh, unless they can stay healthy, which they have not shown to be able to do. So, um, uh, I don't know. I think five isn't out of the realm of possibility for the Suns, depending on how things work out. It, it, listen, I think they're going to be around that five, six, four to six range until the trade deadline where they might be able to potentially add another piece because I think it's going to take that for James Jones to realize the window might either be closing or might be closed based on maybe Chris Paul. And if they don't make a move, 
you're hoping basically for a run of all runs to be able to um, get a championship. So I, five isn't crazy to me. Yeah, yeah, it's not crazy. It's just I think what bothers me more is the teams that they have above them. Warriors totally understand they're the defending champs and they've got young players that are going to improve, I think. Um, the Nuggets, I think that could be they could be a very good regular season team if they stay healthy. But again, with Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr., those are big ifs. The Mavs, I don't get that projection being that high at all. No. I, I think they didn't get that much better. They got worse, in my opinion. Like I think Christian Wood will be good for them, but they lost Jalen Brunson. Like they they don't have they don't have the pieces around him that they need to take that next step. I don't think, unless Luca just submits a crazy MVP season, I don't see them getting that much better. Um, so yeah, it's and the Grizzlies too. They lost a couple of key players: DeAnthony Melton, Kyle Anderson. I think they're going to be a little bit worse this season. So to be know. fair, though, there's not a huge gap when you look at the win losses and these true. projections. That's true. Nuggets only have 54 wins. Grizzlies have 52. Mavs have 50, and then Suns and Warriors have 49. Mm -hmm. So if you consider a margin for error, because I'm guessing these simulations are if nobody gets hurt, if everything stays the same. That's where they think it'll bunch up out of those 50,000 simulations. And I don't think 49 to 51 wins is all that crazy to see the Suns fall to this year in that range. By 14 or 15 wins? Well, it's because the West because has gotten The West better. has gotten better. We've and that every year. It, well, 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 we didn't say that last year. Yeah, we did. About who? The Clippers still didn't have Kawhi. The war or uh, the Warriors didn't have Clay coming back yet. He was gonna come back, but he wasn't coming back. Mm -hmm. um, Jamal Murray was still not with the Nuggets at that point, so it's not like we thought that the the West was like super super better. Like I, I thought people were gonna be gunning for the Suns, um, and also like the Suns again. Like it just depends on what that bench is gonna look like and how they play. Like they're gonna have to play. Mm -hmm. You're not going to get the same production from the bench that you did last year. I just don't see that right now. Right. But you're hoping that maybe, you know, campaign elevates his play. Uh, Dwayne Washington can actually be a, a consistent scorer off the bench. Um, and that the rotation is going to be is going to fluctuate enough to get the, the starters with the bench and everything is going to be OK and it's going to play out well. Uh, it's just there's just a lot of variables more than there were a year before. So you got to you got to hope. And you, you got to manage this the best way you possibly can. So I think they're going to drop off. I don't. I definitely don't think they're going to win sixty four this year. But no. you know, fifty five to fifty. I I think that's not out of the realm of impossibility. Yeah, I mean, the things that but they have a percentage to make the playoffs. They say the Suns are an eighty three percent chance to make the playoffs, or excuse me, eighty seven percent chance to make the playoffs. Twelve percent to make the finals. Five percent to win it. But they basically have the Nuggets an inevitable lock for the playoffs, 25% chance to to make the finals, and 13% chance to win it. I Look, that would have to be a perfect season for them, and that would have to mean the Phoenix Suns and any of these other what teams. Do you, what do you mean by a perfect move. season? From no like injuries. From a health standpoint? Probably. Maybe yeah, from a health no standpoint, injuries. for sure. Yeah. Okay, but, I mean, listen, that freak Jokic – basically carried that that horrible horrible ass team last year to the playoffs by himself mm -hmm. to a six seed mm -hmm. i like that's just that dude's just unreal mm -hmm. and so like i i, I could see, i could easily see them being the number one seed if at least one of the two in either jamal murray 
or MPJ can stay healthy for at least 80 to 85% of the games. Jamal Murray has relatively not been injury prone until he tore his, his knee up. Like, so it's not like he's an injury prone guy. MPJ, you can't say the same. Like he's been injured every single year for, for long stretches of time. So you don't, you can't really rely on him. But again, we saw what they could do on the bubble. They had a, a phenomenal run there. They played very, very well. They damn near could have made it to the NBA finals. Um, but you know, I, I so I, so I, yeah, I, I'm not a believer in the nuggets. I don't think they're going to be the number one seed. But I could see them being in the top three There's easily. There's a, a better chance that I lose eighty pounds than than those guys that than those guys stay healthy for eighty to eighty five percent of their games this year. There's just no they they've proven time and time out that that's not going to happen. Especially MPJ, they need everybody on that roster to be anywhere near as good as, as these projections say. And I think the Grizzlies are, are in a similar boat. And I don't think the Mavs are anywhere near good enough to be the third seed. No, I, I don't I don't see the Mavs there either. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even understand why the Mavs are there. Listen, the Mavs have one great player, and that's it. Now, that great player can can cover up a lot of your errors. But even if you go back to last year in the, in the seven-game uh, series, like, they had dudes that were playing – out of their mind in that series, shooting threes at a higher clip than they were in the regular season by like five to 10%. Like there were some things that were just absolutely going against the Suns in that series, but to sit there and say that they improved, which I don't think they really have. um, They've gotten, they've probably actually gotten weaker on defense than anything else. And to say that Luca is going to take another step. Luca's already playing at an insane, insanely high rate. Like to think that he's going to take it up uh, another level. I just, where like was he gonna average 40 and pull down 20 a game like that's not happening and he played in Eurobasket again like at some point i think the mileage on luca with all the international play will eventually catch up to him too i don't know i i these things are so close though i and like honestly we haven't even mentioned the timberwolves and the pelicans being seven and eight like they could just as easily be a top four seed in the west because there's just there's so many good teams, um, so many young players taking the step in the playoffs like we saw with Ingram last year. So it, it's going to be fun. There's definitely more variables, like you were saying, in the West this year um, as far as, you know, if this team gets this break or if, you know, Gobert and Cat mesh together well. But I, I do think the Suns will be above their projection just because I don't see them dropping off by 15 wins over one season. Okay, you know it's gonna be really funny. Mm. Here comes a petty Saul moment. What? It's gonna be funny in game one when these motherfucking sons see JaVel McGee come into the game and they spread out and go five yeah. wide. Yep. And they give the fucking Mavericks a taste of their own medicine. Yeah, yep. That's gonna be awesome. <laughs> Drop coverage to death. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy this, Mavs. <laughs> Guard this perimeter. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love that the Mavs saw that firsthand, exploited it, and went. We need to pay Jamal, uh, JaVale McGee some big time money. Yeah, when that they, was when they learned how easy it was to exploit that. A little suspect. And then starting him over their newcomer, yeah. Christian Wood. That's I an interesting I think it's hilarious. Interesting choice. Uh, two things. I think what this says to me and, and <clears throat> should say to the Suns front office, uh, if they believe in these kind of projections, is a move is necessary. Mm-hmm. And a move could change the balance of power 
in the West. It's and it's not just them. The West. You got the Warriors sitting there <laughs> with a lot of assets that they can trade. Weissman, you know, draft picks, all sorts of options that they can get stronger too. You gotta make a move. This is this is going to be a chess match all season, and hopefully James Jones is ready to play. Secondly, I don't believe in the Timberwolves at all. So no. I believe in the Pelicans more than I believe in the Timberwolves. I would agree with year. that. So I, I just, I hope these math projections are wrong. I'm not a big believer in math, but you know what? I am a big believer. in? I knew you were searching for something. I was <laughs> like, searching right, for that. I was actually right searching transition. for the ad, ad read on my iPad. I didn't know where which ad we had to go to, but you know, I, I don't believe in math, but I do believe in OGs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and hey, did you say you don't believe in math? Yeah. I don't oh, believe okay. In math. I said meth. That is a different ad read. Brought to you by Kyrie Irving. <laughs> we don't believe in math or science. <laughs> I totally thought you meant what science. I was like, we got breaking news. Uh, what? <laughs> but let me tell you about our friends over at OGs because they've just done something that is totally going to change the game. Unlike the first 25 minutes of this show, uh, they just launched their brand new sleep edition gummy. You won't want to sleep on these. Thanks again, Max, for making me read that. Uh, yes, you heard us right. OGs is now flavoring dreams with a two to one THC to CBN ratio gummy. Your dreams are going flavoring to be- dreams. I love the Al McCoy. It says it right here. Flavoring dreams. Dreams. dreams from downtown. Bang. Uh, anyway, CBN is a compound that helps specifically with falling and staying asleep. What does flavoring dreams even look like? <laughs> It what does that even mean? It's our drug, right? Like, What's what kind of dream like do you flavor? It kind of feels like the kind of dream I had in high school. <laughs> Probably no. shouldn't. Oh. Hey, no. hey, guess what? The flavor is aqua berry. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> uh, so this Sleep Edition gummy is in their new aqua berry flavor. If you want to flavor those dreams, we highly recommend you check out OG's online at ogsbrands.com and on Instagram at ogsbrands. You can also find their products at your local dispensary. Unlike those dreams Saul was talking about, you must be 21 years or older to have OG's. Uh, You can purchase them today. And then our friends over at Four Peaks, we were talking about uh, about it earlier. We're on our way right when the show ends. We're heading over to Four Peaks in Tempe. Our friends over there helping us uh, do the... The, what are we do the it? damn thing. Let's go. A tailgate is it a tailgate for yeah, a hockey a, game. Yeah, it's like, a tailgate for a hockey okay, game. So we're tailgating for the ASU season opener for their hockey team. We're going out there right after this, and uh, we want to thank them for uh, for having us out there tonight, supporting a boy oh. Josh Stone. And you know what I'm going to do? Oh wait, a Phoenix, a Phoenix. How do I order the fries at Four Peaks? You just order the fries and tell them you want them Four Peaks style. Mm-hmm. Just tell them. Saul Bookman sent you. There you go. They'll look at you and go, we don't know who the hell that is. Yeah, this is true. And we don't know what the hell you're asking This for. is true. This is true. But yeah, head on out there. Chicken tendies are great. I'm looking forward what? to some. What did you say? Chicken tendies oh, are okay. great. Right. I'm looking forward to some pumpkin porter <laughs> ale tonight. There's no way that you said tendies. <laughs> I said tendies. I thought he said tendies. I was like, what? Chicken tendies. I you said chicken tendies. Chicken tendies. Chicken tendies. Chicken tendies. It sounds like I've already had a before. Jesus. I flipped. Favored my dreams, all right. Now I I don't know where I am. Uh, Listen here, Dead Nibel. First of all, these are white shoes. The bottom of them have to touch the ground outside. I don't walk on water. 
Okay then. Uh, chicken tendies going out to get some of those. Uh, get a pumpkin porter. Get the pumpkin porter cheesecake, which I'll be trying tonight. Uh, just a reminder: you must be 21 years or older to enjoy Four Peaks and enjoy it responsibly. It is always weird to hear a grown man say chicken tendies. I will say that. <laughs> Eli of the chat. If you want to sell something, don't let Espo ad read. Yeah. <laughs> Screw you, Eli. <laughs> Screw you. Uh, and then Edward. There's a ten- sounded a little inebriated already. Yeah, there's a tendies joke there, but I'm not yeah, going there. Well, you know. uh, hey, we got another top 100 list because why the hell not? Oh, boy. <sighs> Leecher Report this time. Uh, the guys with the top 100 list and three, four Phoenix Suns wind up on the list. Um, our boy Cam Johnson still not in the top 100. Uh, Kyle oh, Kuzma on the one top 100 no. list. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, oh not Cam God. Johnson. You know how you get on the top 100? How? You play more than Cam Johnson? Ugh, he didn't well, that's even... not true because I think the, the two Nuggets guys that haven't played in a year and a half along with Kawhi made the list. So apparently that's not a prerequisite. Yeah. If, you, if you've been all NBA, then I mean, you Kyle Kuzma right. only played 66 games. Yeah. It's not no, like he was. Yeah. Anyways, Mikhail Bridges uh, comes in at 58. Highest rank last year was 35. DeAndre Ayton at number 40. His highest rank last year was 32. Chris Paul at 31. And they basically say, well, we're putting him out here out of respect for what he's done. But who the hell knows if he's going to fall off a cliff this year. And hey, guess what? Devin Booker at 13. Because apparently to them, Devin Booker, uh, not a top 10 guy. Mm. Uh, Trey Young better than him. Uh, Mm. John Morant better than him. Mm. Uh, And uh, Jason Tatum far better than him. He's at eight spots. uh, Mm. I I believe it was eight spots ahead of him on the list. So That's excessive. I don't... (laughs) It's excessive, man. Excessive. <laughs> That's so excessive. Like I don't. I've I've been frustrated by the Devin Booker Jason Tatum thing a couple of times already this off season. So I'm not going to rehash any of that. But like, I, I and I do think it's a little too much too soon for John Morant and Trey Young, honestly, to be that high. But that's just me. I mean, listen, it's all because of the the flash. It's all because of the flash. Mm. Jason Tatum, not so much, because Jason Tatum doesn't, he's like just a taller Devin Booker. Mm. Like he's just, there's no, there's nothing that Jason Tatum look at that I look at. I'm like, oh my God, at least with Devin, like, like he's just so freaking like almost like automatic for mid range that sometimes he takes these shots and I'm like, holy shit, like what? Jason Tatum does nothing for me. And I think that's the problem is like, we're not on the East Coast. We're not like, suckling at the east coast teats so like we have no idea you know how awesome or amazing jason tatum is until we see him on national television and when we see him on national television we're like he's good i mean he's not like he's not amazing i mean i watch him and he's he's very good he's an excellent two-way player but i just don't get like okay booker went to a finals put up better numbers in a finals in a losing series jason tatum put up atrocious numbers in that final series that they lost and somehow he gets the bump from being in a finals that book did not or does not. I, I don't know. I just don't get it. What I did like about this list was the fact that there was separation between McHale and DA. I believe it was the ESPN list had McHale at 51 or, or DA at 51, McHale at 49, 49. Mm-hmm. Uh, this has, has the, the right amount of separation. I think McHale is, is hands down 
one of the best defenders in the game, but leaves a lot to be desired, at least last year, offensively, yeah. where D.A. Uh, is good on, on both ends of the, of the court, where I think that's why he wound up at 40 on this list. I feel I like think it was only deserved. left something to be desired in the playoffs. Like well, he was very good during the regular season and he was like borderline becoming the third option for a stretch there. But when you look at both of those players, one of those players is, is an accessory that you use on the offensive side. That is a nice piece um, that, that can get his in the flow of the offense. The other one, you can make an argument at certain points of the game, you want to fo- focus around him. Right. Um, and I think that's the difference between Mikel Bridges and, and DA. I don't think Mikel at this point in his career is going to ever be a focal point on the offense. Like, hey, we need to get we need to design a play to get get Mikel a, a shot because he's got a mismatch or whatever. But I, I can see they do that and they should do that more with DA. So I think that's the separation, at least from my eyes. Yeah. No, that's totally fair. Det nibble in in the chat brings up uh, an interesting thing because we've talked about with these lists. Oh, the national media, not a lot of respect for the Suns, not a lot of respect for D book, mm-hmm. but he, he asks, uh, I, I assume it's a, he says, blame Sar- says blame Sarver for the national media Suns hate. Do you think when a new owner comes in here, that narrative changes or is it baked in now with this group because of that? I think it definitely changes. I absolutely. It depends on the owner, though. Right. Like, listen, as much as it would be cool to have Jeff Bezos in the house with his multi-hundreds of billions of dollars, mm-hmm. um, there's also a faction of people out there that absolutely despise uh, Jeff Bezos and what he represents. Mm-hmm. So it just depends on who it is. Lorraine Jobs, right? If she was the one that got the got the job, no pun intended, um, mm-hmm. then – then yeah, I mean, I could see a lot of support because of what Steve Jobs represented and the the association between those two, and the fact that she's been in in sports and and has been an owner as well. So it just depends on who that owner is going to be. Um, you know, it, it, for instance, if they if they've hired somebody that came from like the Daniel Snyder tree. Fuck no. Like everybody would be like, oh, awesome. We got right back in the same fucking boat. Mm-hmm. Daniel says like, I- I'm out on the commanders, but uh, yeah. are the sun's available. Can I yeah. use that money? Uh, I think hello makes an interesting uh, comment. Uh, if Bob and I assume Bob Iger is, is what's meant here comes in. ESPN will talk more about the Suns because Bob Iger <laughs> was the head of Disney uh, and and owns uh, owned ESPN at that point. Or still does it. Yeah, so. I, I think it all depends. I, I wouldn't read too much into these player rankings having much to do with that, but I do think there is the idea that all the negative storylines about the Suns and how bad the vibes are here, that might have played into these I mean, kind of rankings. You, you, I can't imagine at no point in time in the last decade and a half that Sarver didn't lose his mind on some ESPN or TNT or whoever personnel in person talking about you guys are so biased or how come you guys never talk about this or blah 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 blah. Like he threatened to sue ESPN and and slandered. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, he came at everybody. He came at everybody, players, coaches. It didn't matter. So why the hell would national TV be any different? So yeah, I think there there might be a perception that this is an awful organization because of who was at the helm. And I hope that narrative does change because I think, listen, man, we all fucking deserve to have our team represented the best way possible because they've been very, very good for the last couple of years. Um, and the media has largely fawned over teams like 
the Warriors and the Celtics and sometimes teams that just haven't, haven't deserved it at all. So Lakers. like the Lakers, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't think Lakers love's ever going to die at, no. at any, at any point. They'll always have a, a soft spot in their heart for them. Uh, a guy that some Suns fans seem to have a bit of a, a soft spot in their heart for mm-hmm. is Kemba Walker, who reportedly will be, cut by the Detroit Pistons before Monday's deadline to have uh, the the 15-man rosters finalized. Mm-hmm. Is that a guy that you would take a flyer on if you're James Jones uh, for that bench? Because we've talked ad nauseum about how they're str- they'll struggle offensively. But, Jared, would you, would you throw Kemba into the mix? Possibly. And that's only if you are not going to do something with Dwayne Washington and convert his contract. If you're leaving him in a two-way spot and you're just not going to devote, you know, playing time to him, then yeah, bring in Kemba because you need a third guard. Like the options are not great. I know that Kemba has not been Kemba for the last few years. There's a reason he's kind of changed teams a lot over the last three seasons, but like you need a guard with experience of some sort. Uh, my biggest concern is that he's going to want a Kemba Walker sized role. He's going to want to make his comeback somewhere. And if the Suns just don't see that for him, then you've got another potential situation with a guy who thinks he should be playing more than he really is on a very good team. So maybe there's that concern and maybe he just doesn't even consider the Suns for that reason. Maybe they don't consider him, but yeah, I, I think if you're leaving Dwayne Washington in that two way spot, why not? But I do think that they should convert his contract to a full time, at which point I don't think you need Kemba anymore. Uh, I say no on Kemba. I just don't think that he has a discernible skill set that um, that makes him elite anymore. I think he's he's very much a mid to lower mid uh, type of player now. And I think you're better off trying to develop some guys that might be be able to stay here for the next couple of years as opposed to going after somebody that's basically on the, the last legs of their career. I, they're just, there's nothing there for me. Yeah. Look, we are past the days I think where you have to try to sign mm-hmm. a guy way past his prime and hopes that you catch lightning in a bottle. Mm-hmm. That being uh, said, they're going to sign him tomorrow. Well, probably <laughs> whenever he's cut, that'll likely happen. But Arthur Schuler on Twitter, I had said, you know, I think they should just, Give the give that spot to Dwayne Washington Jr. Uh, and and roll the dice because I think you'll get as much as as you would from Kemba. And ironically enough, he sent me a screenshot of their per thirty sixes mm. from last year, uh, and they both played. Uh, Washington Jr. played forty eight games. Kemba Walker played thirty seven. Their per thirty six is almost identical. Mm-hmm. And with Dwayne and, and I, like within fractions of percentage points in most uh, major categories. And with Dwayne Washington Jr., you're getting a guy who's 21 and can improve. Mm. With Kemba Walker, you're getting a guy that has so many miles on him at thir- and at 31, the only direction is to get worse. I'd, I'd rather stick with Dwayne Washington Jr. and hope you can help him develop and maybe he is one of those surprise kind of guys you wind up getting on the roster. Yeah, I would agree with that. So everybody stop asking for Kemba is what we're trying to tell you here. Uh, you know, I just every, – everybody seems to get excited when there's a name you recognize sure. from the past. But you, you don't need him. What you do need? Harry Potter guy died. Yeah. R. Not R. the guy that played R. Harry R. Potter. R.I.P. Robbie Coltrane. No. Yeah. yeah, Rubius Hagrid. Yeah. Oh. I don't know anything about Harry Potter. So oh, man, yeah. I, 
But what I do know about good furniture, and you know, it's good furniture. Our friends at More Furniture. Oh, all right. <laughs> you want to spruce up your that home? Might be the all time worst transition <laughs> we've ever what you, had. I was in the middle of a show. transition and you just said, This dude died. That's well, they, my job, is to throw you off. Setting it up, yeah, that's, buddy. That's my job. Speaking of furniture, are I heard you, coffins are cool. Are you looking, so, <laughs> are you looking for great oh eternal God. furniture? You want furniture to last you a lifetime. More transitions for less. More, more furniture. Uh, spruce more up your transitions home. for less. <laughs> Spruce up your home during More Furniture's fall sale at morefurniture.com. When you spend, for every $1,000 you spend, you're going to get a $100 gift card. It's that easy. Uh, I don't have a transition to this one other than uh, we had a hell of a lot of fun yesterday at Mavericks uh, up in Scottsdale off the 101 there. Uh, We did our employee meeting yesterday out there and then... uh, did some bowling. I didn't partake in bowling. I'm not a bowling guy. Mm. I don't like anything where you have to wear somebody else's shoes. Mm. Uh, but, you know, we had fun out there. They These guys bowl. You have weird we rules play, for life. I do. I have very <laughs> weird rules for life. I, I, I'm not wearing anybody else's fucking shoes. <laughs> like, bro, they're not under your bed. They're at a bowling alley. Yeah, which is even worse. <laughs> I know who's been under my bed. I don't know who's been at that bowling alley. Jesus These have been the all-time worst ad reads we've ever done on the show. We're going like, to have to do, oh, man, have to do a special ads-only show oh tomorrow. God. Our producer is rethinking every decision. <laughs> She's like, did he just say that shit? I miss Lindsay. <laughs> so do I. You thought yeah, we couldn't get any lower with the grave remark. Well... <laughs> Mom, I'm scared. Pick me up. <laughs> so Mavericks. <laughs> Mavericks was fun as hell. Mavericks it was fun. Much more fun than this conversation. It All was right. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> we played arcade games. I had fun. They have a basketball connect four game. Mm-hmm. Right. And and Jacob and I, our executive producer or whatever the hell we call him around here, we played a best of five. I was down 2-0 and I beat him 3-2 oh, man. Uh, in Connect 4 basketball. It's fun. So get out there. Check out Mavericks. You can check them out on Instagram at Mavericks AZ. That's M-A-V-R-I-X-A-Z. Check them out. Uh, Emma, you wanted Lindsay back, but uh, this next segment's on you. So you want to? Oh, what are we? What are we playing? It's a Friday, so we're gonna play a game. All yes. right. Is it what's under Espo's bed? Thank God, no. <sighs> no, no, it's not. So we are gonna be playing Who Dis? All right. It's a NBA player guessing game. Okay. So I'm gonna give you guys, uh, pretty much like a list of the. NBA teams that this player has played for. You okay. guys then have to guess what player that is. We have five. Okay. Ready for the first one? Yeah. Oh, that's the old school Mavericks logo. Yeah, so I tried to use the logos. Oh, I got it. Oh, that's I got it. Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd. Yeah. Jason Kidd, yeah. Jason Kidd, that, yeah. Is, that is... I like that you use the... This is like why I love Emma. This is yes. attention to detail. It's these exquisite. are accurate logos <laughs> that he wore from with the each of these teams yeah. from the specific era. You know, before you give me my flowers, there are some logos that I could not find. Okay. So. That's fine. That's you right. at least made the effort. Mm-hmm. Oh, All right. Oh, so Jesus. This is Jamal Crawford. Oh, no. That Suns is too early in that to be Ooh. Jamal Crawford. Um, was this uh, Quentin Richardson? Yeah. Wow. Boom, baby. Well Let's go. Well done. Okay. Magic. This is Penny, Penny Hardaway. Hardaway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn, you guys are doing really well. 
We should be reading these off since the oh, yeah. audio. So this, is, no this is this is Clippers Magic Suns Grizzlies Magic Suns again. Mm. Oh man! Oh outlaw. Yeah. Oh, wow. Nice. Well nice. Done. One more. Last one. Last one. Okay. This one is Magic Lakers Miami Suns Cavaliers and then Celtics. This is Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It is Shaq. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Man, man, we breezed right through those. Yeah, well, I, I thought didn't... that was going to take a lot longer than yeah, that. I didn't know you guys easy. were going to be so good, so I would have, I would have gotten more, but yeah, I didn't. You guys blew through them. I didn't think, I didn't, I didn't realize that uh, we'd be that good at it. I assumed we'd be stumped. But ne- next time we'll have to do ones that did not play for the Suns. I think that's. Oh, I'll yeah. never. I, yeah, I probably oh, won't have any. I would clue murder that game. <laughs> the the logos helped though. The actual oh, era yeah, logos yeah. helped. Yeah, well, nice I mean, otherwise, then you would have been sitting here like, damn. What what, re- what current player is right. possibly doing this? And that would that would have taken forever. Yeah. Hello <laughs> says should have picked G League players. Oh man! Oh my god! <laughs> We'd be here until Monday yeah. if oh, we man. had done that. Well, I don't have anything else, guys. Is there anything else you want to discuss? Not really. I'm no. just ready to get on with the weekend. Drink a bunch of beer at Four Peaks. Have fun at this hockey game tonight, and hopefully my Wildcats won't disappoint me on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Should I go back and reread all the ads just straight this time? No. No joking. I don't just, trust you yeah. anymore. <laughs> at least not you today. Have a, you have another ad read? No, we're, we're done with that. Thank too. God. Look at you, I can make some up. No, no. no let's go. No. You want to bring Nookie Monster back? No, I can do it out. He's got it. What is Emma's nickname? Have we decided we on we what Emma's nickname is? Decided on that. Nobody decided The disapprover yet. based on the look she gave me when I, I mean, made that joke. I've never. Entitled. She looked into my soul and said, you disturb me. <laughs> With that look. It was like the opposite of Namaste. Like I see you and respect you. It was like I see you and I'm horrified. The light in you the light in me thinks the light in you is freaking disturbing, is what that look gave me. So Elite mm. Emma uh is what Eli is saying. And uh PHX Scotty saying hacker Emma. Uh, it doesn't have the have the ring to it. Uh, I did like that. Emma the dilemma, but I don't know. We need something like what that. What makes That's catchy. me a dilemma? That's the problem. Emanution? Emanution? Like, yeah, like ammunition. I don't no. know. <laughs> the emanator. <laughs> your eminence. Yeah. Your, we'll, your, we'll, your we'll, eminence. We'll continue to think we'll, this because we'll this is uh, not. We'll be thinking. Look, uh, I apologize to all. Ooh, of Auntie M. No, Ooh, I like that. I am the person at the youngest company. one in all city, and you're gonna call me an aunt. Yeah, I mean, age doesn't make you an yeah, aunt. Yeah, that's true. Weird family trees can make really young aunts. I'll say that. Oh my god. It can Just land the Cut fucking it. plane already, I man. All right, you can follow Saul on Twitter at Saul underscore Bookman. You can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us home. Uh, we won't what? be back next week because we're going to get canceled. Bye bye. What the hell was any of that? Ahoy, why? Hey yo, my lifestyle is retro. Tell the Phoenix Metro. Megas in control and he ain't never gonna let go. PH and X though. Lindsey Gerald Espo. Saw past the ball. We here to turn up the tempo. Got to understand me. Y'all.